I can't believe we haven't done this. I talked to one of our fans, Dustin. He goes, what's on the docket for this week? And I said airplane. And he couldn't believe we hadn't done it yet. Oh, the best fact ever. I can't, I can't believe you even brought this up. The bar fight scene in the movie with the Girl Scouts is mirrored exactly in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So when picking up Billy the Kid, they it matches the girl. Oh, and the slide down the bar. You're right. Yeah, so they begin over a poker cheat, which is the, an extra ace. And, and the grabbing of the arm. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're right. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. We just found our TikTok. Yeah. That's our this week's TikTok for okay, sure. Okay, cool. I had no idea. Isn't you're that, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, can you side by side these and show them? Yeah. That's absolutely incredible. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, I'll figure it out. You'll figure it yeah. out. No, I'm, now that you're saying it, I'm sitting here thinking about it. You're right, because they're playing cards. He grabs the hand. Yeah. They it's lock the same up hand. with each other. That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I love it. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakashane, darling, Dakashane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, today we're talking about the movie Airplane, and I would say that other than getting into a plane where everybody gets sick, the only thing scarier is getting a bad loan. I was hoping you were going to say something where I could be like, it's a big building, but yeah. that's not important right now. Yeah, that's but great. I, I couldn't get in there. Max, what's a good mortgage percentage? <laughs> yeah, that's not important right no, now. No, that's great. <laughs> Sonic Loans is going to be the group that you want to work with to make sure that you're getting into the right loan. So reach out to Sonic Loans. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. Charlie and his team of experts are going to really take care and protect your investment. And your investment is your livelihood. It's what you're going to one day settle down and maybe head back to Guantanamo. Is that where they met each other? No, Guantanamo is where they arrest people. Yeah. Reach out to Sonic Loans today and get started on the refi process or the new loan process. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com for a free consultation called 248-595-0001. I have to tell you that 
Lawsuits are aplenty if you are getting poisoned on a flight. You can't make a good spoof or parody without getting licensing rights. Yeah, I guarantee and their lawyer, uh, they got the parody rights for zero, uh, zero hours. That almost was a sentence. And I'm with you. I'm struggling myself. It's just one of those days. So the, No, that was a good point. <laughs> it was a great point. Parody In rights. between the start of your sentence and the end of your sentence, there was a great point. <laughs> well, it's like uh, those cool little things online where you read the first two letters and yes, the last yes, two letters yes, and yes, you yes, can yes. still understand a sentence. Yeah, except I can't understand you. That made sense. Bolton Legal Group is going to make sure that Check. you're protected and <laughs> they're going to make sure that if you're a partner or someone who has like a severe learning disability, you can <laughs> reach out today. Tell them Buzz in the Tower sent you. Start the legal process with the best legal team out there. Today's episode, Airplane. This spoof comedy takes shot at the slew of disaster movies that were released in the 1970s. When the passengers and crew of a jet are incapacitated due to food poisoning, a rogue pilot with a drinking problem must cooperate with his ex-girlfriend turned stewardess to bring the plane to safe landing. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we picked a hell of a week to stop smoking, as we'll be spending the next hour talking about one of the greatest comedies ever made, Airplane. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the over-to-my-under, Max Sanders. And with that, Max, you like movies about gladiators. Have you uh, ever been to a Turkish prison? You took all of my, that, <laughs> like, those were going to be mine, and then the, I picked the wrong week to stop annoying Mo. Yeah. Yeah. I need it. I need some Mo. Need some glue. Yeah. Picked pick the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. You ever sniff things? Max, there's two things in the world I like. Bubble gum and... And chewing it. Uh, <laughs> podcasting with you and not podcasting with you. Those are the two things in the world I like. And today... I like not podcasting <laughs> with you. You rolled in here tired. You're, no, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty you're, awake. You're, you're not. You're, oh. not. you're in that place. It's going to be a long 45 minutes. Do I have those Pete Davidson eyes? You do. Yeah. Because they move you <laughs> and they groove you. Well, luckily we're talking about a fun movie. I guess so. I can't believe we haven't done this. I talked to one of our fans, Dustin. He goes, what's on the docket for this week? And I said airplane. And he couldn't believe we hadn't done it yet. It's... um. It's a staple. It it's, was like on it's VH- well, it's yeah. well argued. No, go ahead. I would say it's well argued to be one of the best comedies ever made. It was one of the on VHS going home. You're like, I can't believe I get to see this, and then you see it, and it lives up to the hype. And it's endlessly cool. Like before the internet and memes, and like we all had collective things, or we used to shout out Dave Chappelle quotes. Before that, it was Airplane. It's interesting as a genre, you can find thousands upon thousands of action films. Yep. Thousands upon thousands. I mean, I'm just talking to 80s, but I mean, over over the history of time, right? Uh, rom-coms. Oh, um, dramas. Yeah. yeah, right. There aren't a lot of, and I'm calling it slapstick, spoof, comedy. It, it's Because it's really hard to do because you're making fun of something so great. You need to be hilarious in a quirky and unique way. Like, I guess, I mean, I'm going to say one fact right now. You would think this is a lot of improvisation. They stick. They stuck to the script like ninety eight percent, like hardcore, because they cared about what they were what they were doing. Well, in in the in the same sense of like the National Lampoon, you know, group. This is Animal the, this House. Is, yeah, this is the Kentucky Fried group. I still haven't seen that. It's really good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's, it's silly. Like a, yeah. yeah, but I mean, the, is it about the Colonel? No, and it's delicious <laughs> and it's spices. Delicious spices. <laughs> I before let me let me pause. Great review, but before we get, yeah, I gotta do all that jazz. You know how it works. How could you forget that? Uh, if it's your first time listening to the show, <laughs> welcome to the show. No I'm I'm Mo. He's Max. Hello. Together we're buzzing the tower. Yeah, I'm trying that out. You like that? Is it sly? Gonna, I'll throw some like sound effects into there. Pig. Yeah. 
<laughs> Can we get a button? Sure. Okay. We've got buttons on the soundboard. They're kind of far away. Okay. So I don't Can know. Can I get a touchable a button? I'll get you a stick to touch the button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what am if, I, Lenny if, from yeah, Mice yes, and Yes, 100%. <laughs> and I pet him and I hold him. Um, Easy. If this is your first time listening to the show, please Follow, follow us, follow <laughs> us, subscribe, leave a review, leave a five-star review. Uh, if you need more content, which you will, go to TikTok, any social media platform, but TikTok's a great starting point. Today's November 5th. It's the day time travel is invented in 1955. Yeah, according to Marty and Doc. Yeah. Anyways, what was, oh yeah, at Buzz in the Tower is our tag, at B-U-Z-Z on the Tower. Also, our website's buzzinthetower.com, where you can get pretty rad t-shirts. And then uh, patreon.com slash buzzinthetower if you want to support the show even more. Today, we're talking about airplane, all things airplane. It's interesting. I want to ask this question of you, um, because I'm kind of curious what your take is. If you were asked to genre this film, what would you call this film? So, pause for a second before you answer that. Yep. This is almost like when I ask you, what's Predator? And we have this conversation, is it sci-fi, is it a horror film, or is it an action film? It starts, it's capital A action, and then the other things come afterwards. Correct. So I don't oh, know. There's an answer to that? No, cool. I, I, yeah, I yeah no, that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's a reasonable answer. Yeah, I don't, cool. I don't have a problem with that answer. No, I love it. Aliens. I'm positive reinforcement. Aliens yeah. is capital A action. Alien is capital Sci. S, sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. think, is it P? No, that's the yeah. guy who sings, Wonkin' Gangnam Time, whatever. Um, so in Airplane, how do you genre this film? Is spoof a genre? So I, did a, okay. I did a little bit of research on okay. this for this exact reason. But, but But go ahead. I want to like walk through, go through your process on this, because I'm kind of curious where your head's at on it. So there's this whole genre of movies. I think Hot Shots, I think, God, what's the top secret I think Ruthless People. I mean, it's basically the movies these guys did. I think of these movies that scary movie that kind of take the best movies of a time and just kind of make fun of them in a satirical way. So, right? Yeah, I, you're not wrong. Okay. I'll give you the little bit that I'm I don't not right. Know, right. No, you're not, but you're close. So, parody is yep. the other word that yep. fits in here. So, you have parody, comedy, spoof. Yep. Parody takes a specific work. And exaggerates its form and language. Um, it replaces typically like a serious subject with a silly one, right? Spoof is where it takes the conventions of a well-known genre and pokes fun at them. Hmm. So it's a little bit tricky because the, the even though this movie, so they bought the rights to Zero Hour, Zero Hour yeah. which was one of these like disaster films that came and out the in the 70s. And the 70s is really big into this too. Huge like, into this, yeah. huge. But they bought the rights so that they could, I mean, Zero Hour, like they're on a plane, they get sick. Yeah. Like it's, it's you had to buy the rights. However, there's an enormous amount of spoofing as it pertains to other films during that time. Oh, yeah. And other things going Dive on. talking. Um, police Squad. Uh, there's like other movies like that, that they like drew from other TV shows that they drew from that were heavily influenced. Yeah. So PTSD war flashbacks. I don't have a problem calling this a spoof parody comedy. And and I don't know what order you put those three in, but I I've, I'm fine with either of the three, but you started also listing off something that was fascinating to me. There are not a lot of like really good versions of this. And I'm going to give you a list right now about like 15 or 16 Hit movies. Me. I'm going to rip through them. Most of them are Zuckers, right? They, they are. But yeah. here's the thing. Very few of them fit into this trifecta. Some are pure spoof. Mm-hmm. Some are pure parody. 
very few waffle between the two. And nothing hits commercial success like this, right? Well, and, and this let is me, the one. Let me give you like let me give you just one example, right? Yep. Like Spaceballs Ooh, yeah. can't exist without Star Wars. Correct. Airplane. I have never seen any of the any of the yep, parody references. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen them. And there's not a single thing that happens in that movie that doesn't stand alone as being absurd and funny on its own. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to know that there's a movie where people got sick on a plane. You, I mean, like when they're on the plane and uh, Leslie Nielsen is bringing the eggs out of the woman's mouth and he's doing the classic magician's trick and yeah. then cracks it and the bird flies. There's not a single previous reference. When you watch Spaceballs and you see the little yeah, tawas yeah. and they're like, dink, 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 yeah. dink. Like, you would look at that and say, oh, that's cute. But then when you know what they're referencing, it's hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, and yes, the sh- the Schwartz, yeah. right? Like, th- I, I think that's the distinction I, I draw. When we talk about the Zuckers and Abram who did this film, yep. the only other name that comes into my mind that even plays in this sandbox is Mel Brooks. Hot, is Hot Shots him or them? Them. Okay. Yeah. Hot Shots, I feel like, is close. That's them. Okay. I believe that's Abram. Yeah. I could be. I, actually, I don't think the Zuckers did it. No, no. Right? Yeah. I think that's. That's yeah. the coaching tree. Got it, right? got it, like got the it. three of them start Ooh, and then Abrams and goes. Do you have another one? I don't have one oh. that's that in depth. But, um, all right, so the movies. Spaceballs, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, This is Spinal Tap, I'm Gonna Get You Sucka, The Naked Gun, Austin Powers, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Oh, Austin Powers is really good. Hot Shots, Not Another Teen Movie, Scary Movie, Galaxy Quest, Tropic Thunder, Shaun of the Dead, Mars Attacks, Wet Hot American Summer. I love all of those. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. After a very, very big gap of time comes back and and just takes evolves it to a whole new level. Yeah. But it is a classic and that is almost a parody not just a film like Meatballs and all those old school. That's a parody of experience, like mm. that summer camp experience, you know? Could you say Scream is a parody kind of like it's mocking the horror genre because they're talking about movies I don't, I, don't th- I don't think you can okay. because it's, I, inter- I, it's 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 very meta. It's a great it's a good question. I think the difference for me is Scream does take itself serious. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? It's weird that we're having this like very serious. This is probably the most serious we both talked for five and minutes. It's airplane. It's about airplane. And it's about well, airplane. Why is that? I think it's because I'm so impressed by this movie. Yeah. I, I like I'm I'm pausing to give a little bit of time to discuss this because when you look at what this movie was, it's 1980. Okay. Yep. Nothing like this had really taken off. I mean, the, the outside of Ghostbusters, this was the number one grossing comedy of the 80s until Ghostbusters came. That's insane. On a what six million, yep. eight million, eight million budget? Uh three point five million. Five million, yeah. something like that. It made it back its uh money, it's open its weekend. Max, yeah. they they shot and made this film in thirty days. Yeah. What's well, like uh, it's one play. Actually, they have a few uh, different set locations and stuff. Max, yeah. thirty days. Yeah. The th- this movie, so uh, there's just no question, like Lloyd Bridges, like amazing, right? Do you know he's Jeff Bridges' dad? Oh yeah. I, I didn't that. know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It I blew love, my mind. I love Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Talk that aside for a second. Leslie Nielsen up to this film, right? Yep. Straight arrow Gennaro. Yeah. I mean, like he was not like a comedic actor. This completely reinvented and changed the trajectory of his entire acting career. Yeah, he thought he was just gonna get grandfather roles for the rest yeah. of his life. And everyone in this movie is a straight actor. Right. Which they've never done before or after, I, I, right? Right. Why do, why do they try to recreate this at I, some point? I, I, it's it's so unbelievably good. Yeah. And 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 that's the other thing too. Have you ever seen a movie? that you really like that does not go more than 60 seconds without a joke. This movie does not go more than 60 seconds, whether it's slapstick, 
whether it's is Ace Ventura. I guess there's some like kind of uh, mob stuff, and they're explaining like Finkel and Einhorn and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's some moments, I guess. I mean, that was uh, the only one I could think of. That's probably that, that, that probably is it's a guess per second. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, because this movie you can't watch it for sixty seconds without yeah. there being something absurd going on. Ernest goes to something. The the nuance of all of the jokes, like, and and I, I'm calling them Easter eggs because I don't have a better uh, term for it. It's a good term. I started to sit down and kind of write out, you know, okay opening scene first the jaws you know the the opening crawl yeah. and then i'm like okay they go to the airport and there are jokes the carnic krishna underneath jokes yeah. underneath jokes yeah like the the announcement voice parking the white the first year of a man's voice saying yeah. um everybody parking the red zone is for parking the white zone is for you know traveling then you hear a woman's voice says the opposite they go back and forth then all of a sudden you hear the woman go why don't we say what this is really about? Yeah. You want me to have that abortion? Yeah. Like I, I, like every they waste no opportunity to make jokes nonstop for the hour and thirty six minutes or one hundred and thirty six minutes of this movie. And you think about how layered that is. I did research on that. Uh, those two voices, yeah, they were married. So oh, that that was a real couple. That's amazing. And they were actually the L.A. PA announcers. Shut up. So the thing is, everyone from L.A. actually had like Shut a, a Freudian. Up. Yeah. Oh my god, that's incredible. Isn't that amazing? That's one of my favorite yeah. facts that I've ever heard. Yeah. And and it's just nonstop. Like uh, the the one scene where you know he, he's in the VA hospital yep. and he's talking about like all these people having these. She thinks she's Ethel Merman. She thinks she's <laughs> Ethel Merman, and she gets up and like Ethel Merman again. To most of our listeners, maybe they don't know at the time she was. Like Broadway musical. Oh, yeah. Like she was huge. Like her Broadway. Am I right? Broadway? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And for her to be in that, by the way, that was her last uh, career thing what, before what she passed away. What a way to go out. I know. Yeah. But like, that, like it's there's this brilliance and everything. Yeah. This When he's felt, painting the army soldier and it's a guy just standing there with his uh, leg over his head. Do, do you know what this reminds me of? And I think you're going to love this analogy. But, I, think, I think this would be one of the favorite ones I ever give you. This feels like Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Oh. The, I Matt Parker and Trey Stone in South Park. Yeah. Every, every single thing they do, yeah, has thought put in. There's it. a how and a why. There is yeah. every yeah. single move they make. That's why they hate every, Family Guy. Every yeah. breath they take. Every move you make, yeah. they're missing you. But you, know what's funny is like you appreciate that stuff the most. What I appreciate about this movie, oh, the slapstick. Is you jo- love slapstick. No, Johnny Henshaw Jacobs. <laughs> like that is my sense of comedy, where I'm just like. Hey, let me do my own thing over here. And Leo's getting large. Oh, yeah. I can make a pterodactyl. I, I can make <laughs> You do love him. You are him. He's the best. He's my favorite part of the entire movie. What does he say? The first thing he says is like, uh, how about some coffee? No, yeah, thanks. No, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> it's the most max thing ever. You made me coffee today. I did make you coffee. Yeah. Actually, I made Trish do it because nice. it sickened me. That did you watch her? Something I did. Yeah. I, it's super weird. Do it. <laughs> Do it slowly. Oh, by the way, big news. I'm almost down to 199. That's great. Wise. Yeah. You got 199 pounds and a pound day <laughs> one. Well, no, I have a bet with my best friend, John Smith, that if I, he's only 5'8 or 5'9, mm-hmm. and he's he waffles between 165 and 180, but once in a while he gets big to like 200. Yeah, yeah. And when I was 240, I was like, if I get to be lower than you, you have to be vegan for a year. And he's like the biggest steak eater ever. And I'm like actually reasonably close. It's great. Yeah. So happy to hear that. Thanks for sharing that. Come on, it's a funny story. Our listeners are super. I'm kidding. You look good. Thank you. You look look good. I want to look gaunt. Um, I don't know. Gaunt's not a good look for you. Michael Fast. You'll look lanky if you're that tall. Michael Fastbender. I want to be able to tuck my shirt in. You need to start lifting some weights. I do lift weights. Well, you need to lift heavier ones. Yeah. So um, I use the pink ones. (laughs) But you do. Yeah. You do a lot of kettlebell. The Michael Scott ones. I bet your kettlebell. Kettlebell ball. Bah, friend, guy, <laughs> kettlebell. Um, you know, the, the, when I think of slapstick, 
I think of like uh, Christmas Vacation. I think of Chevy Chase, right? Yeah, like, he loves the fall. He does. By the way, I, this is another fact I'll hop into. Did you hear about how they accidentally released that Chevy Chase was in this movie? No. Fact? Yeah. I know he's offered the role, right? I don't even know if he was offered the role. I just know that he got, there was some press release that said he was in it and he wasn't. But I will tell you, I'm going to jump way ahead right now okay. to a recasting. Yeah. He was born to be in this movie. As Stryker? Oh my, as anyone. He could have been anyone. He, the doctor. That, that, that yeah. deadpan, yeah. Yeah. like he, th- this is the role that is to me. Is he too smarmy and in no, on the joke though? No. Okay. No. He's the one person, like, I think had his career gone differently could have pulled off being a serious act he could have been tom hanks it's just he just got into his space and that's where he was what's his most serious role it's that's my point he's yeah. never had one did he but, not have one but he yeah. he he can deadpan i mean yeah. I, I just think he'd be great yeah oh my god it'd be funny in this um you want to go into facts i don't know man there's so much i want to talk about yeah this was the most this is probably god it's weird i'll go back to ace ventura this is the most quotable movie i can think of surely you can't be serious uh yeah <laughs> What I'm did they? My buns what, every night. What, did, what did everybody eat? Well, they either had the steak or the fish. Uh, yes, yes, I remember. Yeah. I had lasagna. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, this is this movie was built for you more than me because this is your sense of humor. Like, yeah, you love Irrelevant. hard right turns. I stop. I picked the wrong week to stop smelling glue. Yeah, you I love. Know. I mean, you love all this. Yeah, I love it too. I'm not, uh, this is. It's on, my comedy. It's, on my, it's on my comedy Mount Rushmore. But the, the significance of the singing stewardess, she was like a, a famed. Uh, singer and musician. Oh, really? She oh, never yeah. did anything else. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they they got someone. The kid with the fish face. Th- there's. Uh, by the way, and this he, is my. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, this is seminal for me. This was my first uh, nudity in movie ever. It was. What was uh, what was the nudity in this? Uh, when they start panicking, that they say like, "Can anyone fly fly the plane?" And then someone comes mid screen. Oh yeah, and they're and, all nude. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. Her, 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 her boobs, her boobs are, out. are out. Yeah, and yeah. I think I figured out on the way out of the plane when they're exiting. I think I know who the woman is. By the same, this isn't coming across weird at all. So that's, I don't know. Uh, no, that's cool. Seminole, that's cool. I was like seven. Uh, another, I'm sorry, I'm totally jumping around. But there are these little uh, Max. I think we could spend, and, and maybe this is something we should discuss. I think we could spend an entire day talking about the, do a the, jokes, the jokes that you didn't even see <laughs> when the media comes and they're interviewing him. One of the media representatives is not holding a microphone, but is in fact holding a dripping ice cream cone. Look good. It was it, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Like I just like there's there, and yeah. nobody and there's no there's no tip of the hat to it. Like it's something that exists just for us. No, the, they don't acknowledge it. It's just there. It's Edward Hopper like snapshots of comedy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's you could take you could pause at any point and look at things. Um, when the stewardess is losing her mind, she's freaking out, and Leslie Nielsen's like, you know, it's okay. And the other woman comes back, and she's like. I'm very scared, but at least I have my husband. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was talking about how she's yeah. single still. Um, I don't know, man. Well, isn't it weird that in the 80s it was like single was being like a death trap? Now it's like freedom. Well, that's what people pretend, but they're all sad and alone. Oh, yeah. I forgot I'm not single. Yeah, you're not single, so yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, do you know another movie that we don't talk a lot about that fits into the genre? Loaded Weapon. Yeah. With Emilio. Because it's bad. It's not that bad. It's- Kathy Ireland's good in it. She's got attractive, yeah. yeah I, don't know. I don't know. Something about Emilio doing deadpanness doesn't work for me. Um, the God, man, the the Kareem Abdul Jabbar breaking of the fourth wall—it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you're a basketball guy. That's just got to tickle your fancy. It's out, and he's the great. He was the greatest basketball player ever. Do you know who that role was originally written for? Yes, I do. Who? It was Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Yeah, yeah. they had, and just because of the way when they were timing it, he was in season, so he yeah. couldn't do it. And. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did this for $35,000, which he used to buy an Oriental rug. No, he did it for $30,000, asked for a $5,000 raise because he wanted to go buy an Oriental rug. That's, 
Rugs are that expensive? I guess an Oriental rug is. That's wild. I know. Why can't you just buy American? I, that's a, American rugs, I guess, don't sell for as much. Yeah, but save the $35,000. So and when he's in his basketball gear <laughs> at the end. It's amazing. So the kid apparently didn't know he was going to like do that. Like uh, he, They didn't tell the kid that he was going to yell and grab him and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So he, yeah, his yeah. reaction's real. Oh, that's great. Because you see him grab him. And yeah, you're like, yeah, his, yeah. He's got this like meat hook of oh, a hand. God, he's huge. Yeah. He's huge. So in uh, Shorewood, Wisconsin, childhood friends, Jim Abrams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. Childhood friends. These three guys. Well, two of them were brothers. Spent, well, yeah, yeah, I hope they're <laughs> friends. Good point. But these three guys, like, they spent their entire youth just sitting around being goofballs. And, yeah. like, the, the, it's just, I love those kind of stories. It makes me happy. Like, American Pie was made with, like, people yeah. that grew yeah, up yeah, in yeah. Michigan like that, Absolutely. right? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Keanu Reeves and the stunt coordinator from The Matrix. Yep. That's how they created John Wick. Yeah, yeah. They're that's just like, hey, they became buddies. Yeah. yeah. A little bit different because they weren't childhood friends, but I get what you're saying. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Stand by me. Actually, kind of a terrible yeah. example. Um, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they grew up and moved to LA and they were responsible for the sketch comedy troupe Kentucky Fried Theater, which we talked about. Delicious. Uh, wonderful. They um, they used to record late night television looking for commercials to make fun of. So Kentucky Fried Movie is like um, kind of like a, a running of all these different commercials, right? Oh, really? Yeah, okay. It's, it's like... Uh, so it's like a skit show. Yeah. It's, okay. it, but it's like mostly commercials. Yeah. And so SNL-y kind of? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little okay. bit like that. So that's how they discovered um, Zero Hour. Because they recorded that movie, it was oh, playing like awesome. super late at night yeah. one night, and uh, that's so in super in uh, super in zero hour, the protagonist's name is Ted Stryker, S T R Y K E R. <laughs> yeah, big difference. In in airplane, it's S T R I K E R, and they had to like I said, they bought the rights to it because that was the only way that they could get it done. Universal released four plane disaster movies in the seventies. Airport in nineteen seventy. Airport 1975, which was actually released in 74, which is weird. That's the name of these. They had like the dates in them. Airport 77. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. yeah. And the Concord, uh, Airport 79. Hey, there's nothing like a good plane disaster. I, I mean, I guess. Die Hard like, 2. Right. Uh, uh, Con Air. Yeah. And also, uh, God, wait, no, no, no. I just watched this TV show with Idris Elba. Air Force One. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, Get off my too. plane. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. But anyways, uh, get off my plane. No, I know, but you were saying the Adrian's all. Oh, there's a new show. Uh, it was on Apple TV. It was about a plane hijacking. You're on Apple TV. Helen Reddy portrayed Sister Ruth in Airport 1975, and she was game to play Sister Angelina in Airplane, but Universal stepped in and threatened to sue them. So instead, the role went to Maureen McGovern, who sang the Oscar-winning theme song to The Poseidon Adventure and Towering Inferno. Oh, those are good ones, And too. she did the song in this. That's incredible. So I, thought, yeah, I thought you'd love that. That's why I was saying I knew it was someone famous, but I couldn't remember exactly who or what. Um, Paramount initially suggested Dom DeLuise. <laughs> For what became Leslie Nielsen's role, it's a great call that they didn't. Dom do that. De Lu- Dom DeLuise would have been maybe too much. I, I know Leslie Nielsen is unre- You can't. He was perfect. Has Dom DeLuise ever deadpanned anything in his entire Dom, life? I love Dom yeah, DeLuise, but he's the give me Cannonball Run. But I, I always want to watch it. He's the boisterous guy. Was it Captain yeah. Courage? Captain no. America? Is it Cap- no, no, it's Captain Courage. Is it Captain Courage? I don't know. I don't know either. Now I can't remember. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Yes. Oh yeah. God, I love it. Uh, who else? Uh, Barry Manilow. For the role of Ted Stryker. Has he ever acted in anything? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, some people that auditioned. Dave Letterman, Sigourney Weaver. They wanted Dave Letterman. Yeah. When he was like, I don't he know. He could have done it. As Stryker? I don't know. I don't know. The doctor, maybe. Did you ever see? He was in uh, Cabin Boy with Chris Elliott. Was he? Yeah, he had a, like a quick minute in it. I don't remember that. That movie's yeah. so weird. Um, and then, like I told you, the Hollywood Reporter in 79 had an article that said Chevy Chase was starring in this movie. That's which crazy. Was flat, out, flat out not true. We should do that. Be like, on our next week episode, Tom Cruise. So Peter Graves was 
incredible in this as the, the pilot, pe- as yeah. the, the, the pedophile pilot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, at first he just didn't think it was funny. Like he read it and, but he, I guess he kind of like warmed up to it, but his wife was like ecstatic that she took the role. She says like the funniest of all of his films and like just loved it. Well, he and, wasn't very funny. I know. Right. He but was, she uh, loved it. She loved it. They he was Jim it. Phelps on the original Mission Impossible. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that's pretty um, cool. Rosie Harris was uh, the nine was only nine years old when he played the role of Joey, and he didn't understand any of the Turkish prison jokes or anything. Yeah, I didn't him. either. I thought he was just until I watched it this time. And you're I like, just, yeah, this is I horrible. Just, no, I just thought the guy was weird. Yeah, no, like he's like I thought, weird. Yeah, but he's also looking at like a weird magazine. Yeah, and, the and there's like it's like whacking is yeah, the, yeah, the one yeah. title. And yeah, then what was the other one? That was the genre of yeah, like, the genre. Things. Of Let's of not magazines. get into it, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're all like like nudie bag. That's my point. Thank you for bringing this up. Yeah. Rewatching this right now, I'm like, there's so many little jokes that, that they you spent just that don't much see. time. Yeah, it was great. On the news you didn't even notice, yeah. right? Um, you and I have brought this up before. I love this. So Jonathan Banks, who plays Michael Armentrout from uh, Breaking Bad, the and goat Better of Call just Saul. like, hey, I'm in this movie. Yeah, and hey, he's in this movie. He's in this movie. <laughs> he uh, this in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Gremlins. Yeah. And uh, just sneaks into all these movies. And also, uh, God, what is the other one? Forty Eight Hours. Yeah. And. I mean, in this one, too, he has hair, so he's it throws incredible. you off. He's incredible. He's the Breaking best. Bad. He's one of my favorites in Breaking Bad. Uh, this is really weird. So Walter. I, I, I didn't realize this, and maybe you found this, too. The Directors Guild of America, the DGA, Okay. they decided in their wisdom, you can't have three credited directors, right? So you have, the Ab- you have Abrams and the two Zucker brothers. They said that can't happen. This is a union gig. We can't do that. So- they actually showed up on set to make sure that three people were not giving direction to the actors. So they had like this fictitious name they came up with. They said, oh, they'll be directed by Abrams and Zuckers because that was like yeah. covering all three of them. And they're like, no, you can't do that. So they literally went there just to make sure that Jerry Zucker was the only one speaking to actors while the other ones were like hiding in trailers, getting like footage and like sneakily giving feedback. That's back. so weird. I know. I don't but get why it. Why is that such a big deal? I have no yeah. idea. By the way, does that beach look familiar that they were making out on? No. It's the Charlton Heston uh, beach from uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, that's really funny. Damn you! It was Earth all along! Did did they use the same beach in Spaceballs? At the end, remember when they're like, oh, damn it, Spaceballs. I don't know. They didn't mention in the facts for this one. Yeah, well, obviously it's not Spaceballs. Yeah. Why would they mention in this one? Uh, Christopher Lee turned down Dr. Rumek. Really? Yeah. He would have been good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know he's like the most interesting dude in the world? Uh, That that guy in the, uh, what's the Mexican beer? Yeah. Uh, Dos Equis. Dos Equis, yeah. Yeah, well, he was the basis for James Bond. That's incredible. Yeah, and he was a... Well, you know he's a British Secret Service guy before he was an actor. I did not know that. So he's with Peter Jackson. Oh, I got to tell you the story Tell me, quick. go. So on Lord of the Rings, you know, he plays Sauron. Yep. And he talks about how he got stabbed in the back, you know, and P- Peter Jackson's like, do it like this. Do you like, ah! And he goes, no, 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 no. When you stab someone in the back... And it goes through their lungs. They can make this kind of, you know, sound. Yeah. And there's no air oh, in there. Jesus. And, like, he's describing it. He's like, I'm not messing with this guy ever. ever. Yeah. 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 Ever. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So he's um, clearly done that to someone. For sure. <laughs> uh, Robert Hayes, the actor who played Ted Stryker, yeah. he had to race back and forth between the sets of Angie and Airplane because he was uh, doing that TV show at the same time. Oh, that's cool. I think so. I mean, the, the, the story that always sticks in my head about someone doing that is Michael J. Fox trying to do Family Ties and Back to the Future at the same it's time. That he didn't sleep. Yeah. He used to like, have to sleep in like taxi cabs between the two shoots. It was crazy to me. Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Le- Leslie Nielsen. And again, I, I just love this because I can't think of him as being anything other than yeah. 
I like can't, Frank yeah. Drebin, police yeah. squad. Or, it's know? like I can't picture Morgan Freeman under 40 years old. Yeah. He brought these fart machines and was like selling them for seven bucks a piece on set. So I, really? guess, I guess it got so bad that it actually slowed production of the film down because so many people were using the fart machines. So I know he's a big fart guy because uh, there's multiple interviews where he just farts. I like that. Yeah. Are I you sure too. it's real or he's not using the no, fart No, you can machine. look at it. Oh, maybe it's the fart machine. I think it's the fart machine. Yeah. But either way. I and this, I is the mo- good fart. this is the most reacted to movie on YouTube. Yeah. How cool is that? I, I, again, nothing. This is a film where if you've never seen it, you put it on, you know nothing about it. You're like, yeah. this is absolutely hysterical. So I got down a little bit of a rabbit hole, though. And this oh, makes Jesus. this makes me so happy. Like, I want to do this for every movie we've ever done. This might be like a segment we do from now on. It's like, what was this movie called in other countries? <laughs> so in, the German title of this movie was The Incredible Trip in a Crazy Airplane. Yeah. The Australian title was Flying High. The Italian title was The Craziest Plane in the World. I thought the German title was, what are you laughing at? <laughs> the Finnish title was, hey, we're flying. And that's my favorite, I think. Uh, the Polish title was, is the pilot flying with us? Question <laughs> mark. In Spain, the title was, land as you can. In Argentina, it was, and where's the pilot? <laughs> and the Czech title of this movie was, fasten your seatbelts, please. That's solid. Isn't that great? That's great. Uh, I would love to see the original cut. It was 115 minutes long. They brought it down to 88 minutes. I... I I could I could watch more of this. Do you get excited when you see an eighty minute ticker on a movie? I'm like, cool, I can get in and out. Well, you love you. That's your favorite thing. The tight hour yeah, and a half. I know, but like non-existent. Sh- When's the last time you saw an hour and a half long movie not related to doing our podcast? Uh, Primer. Yeah. So that's two thousand four. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird that you were able to recall that so quick. Because I love them. Because yeah. when I see that eighties, I'm like, hmm. Because mm. because usually they they want to get to the hour and a half, the ninety minute mark for some reason. Oh, the best fact ever. I can't, I can't believe you even brought this up. The bar fight scene in the movie with the Girl Scouts is mirrored exactly in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So when picking up Billy the Kid, they it matches the girl. Oh, and the slide down the bar. You're right. Yeah, so they begin over a poker cheat, which is the, an extra ace. And in, the grabbing of the arm. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're right. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. We just found our TikTok. Yeah. That's our this week's TikTok for okay, sure. Okay, cool. I had no idea. Isn't you're that, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, can you side by side these and show them? Yeah. that's absolutely incredible. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, I'll figure, you'll figure it yeah. out. No, I'm, now that you're saying it, I'm sitting here thinking about it. You're right, because they're playing cards. He grabs the hand. Yeah. They it's lock the same up hand. with each other. That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. I love it. Uh, the jive talking scene. Again, all credit to the casting and the story, but they're taking these people who had established prominent faces and roles in in media. Dinner roles. And then they're, thank you, Max. (laughs) Your focus is outstanding today. For the most part, it has been. And then they're doing these incredibly ironic things with them. And the greatest example of this in the entire film is the whole jive talking scene. The woman who's doing the jive talking scene is America's mom. That's Barbara Billingsley. That's June Cleaver. That's oh, yeah. that's that's Leave It to Beaver. That's the mom. Yeah, she is unquestionably like the most known traditional like square that's out there. And here she is talking jive on the cool. plane. It was yeah. absolutely incredible. Like that that, that you, might be the best scene. Movie. That uh, might be. Get uh, boo! Living in America. <laughs> what is your favorite scene in the movie? That might be it. Mine is when uh, Dr. Rumek is describing the symptoms and the <laughs> the captain is having them all. Really I think it's funny. the fart. It's really funny. Yeah. yeah. Uncontrollable flashlight. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that is a really good scene in the movie. I agree. By the way, new game you can play with your spouse. I found it on TikTok. It goes, when you're about to fart, you go, honey, name that fart. And you kind of go, you make the noise and you see if you mirror the noise that's going to come out. It's a terrible thing. Whatever you just said. I didn't even listen to half of it, to be okay. honest with you. Terrible, terrible idea. Is that what you do? <laughs> Shame. <laughs> The most iconic line from the entire film is for sure, don't call me Shirley. 
And that was ad-libbed by Leslie Nielsen. No way. Yeah, that was not in the script. Our for, buddies, uh, Shirley, You Can't Be Serious, the podcast. The podcast, yeah. which is, remember, you and I both agreed, the best name for a podcast ever. It's pretty good. Uh, Airplane was nominated for Best Writing in the 1981 Academy Awards. No way. And I think that that's a big deal because, again, especially in the early 80s, but even to this day, comedy does not get much of a tip of the hat no. at the Academy Awards. Is there any comedy like that slapstick that got nominated no, at all? Never. Never. No. Ace, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, maybe, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, oh, all right. the critics love this movie. The fans love this movie. I mean, it's it, it was. What did Raj say? Oh, I don't have to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Take a look. I think I think he didn't like it, I'm guessing. Roger and Ebert. Three stars, which is big for him for comedies. He yeah. usually doesn't like, like dumb stuff. It is. Um, Often regarded, airplanes often regarded as one of the greatest comedies of all time. Yeah, if you if you Google greatest comedy films, comedic films of all time, it's airplane, in the top ten for everybody. Think, yeah. Who uh, hates airplane? No one. Yeah, except maybe someone who's scared of flying. Yeah. Do you have any other facts before we take a quick break? Uh, the plane model that crashed through the airport cost forty thousand dollars. I okay. thought that was kind of cool. That's great. And Robert Stack, you know, the guy who plays the. Uh, the colonel who comes in and yeah, kind of like talks him down. He did all his own stunts. So when he does that little backflip, like in the airport when the Karna Krishners are coming towards him, that's him. The what? Karna Krishners? I think it's Hari Krishna. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> Look it up before you make a word up. If you just run through it as fast as you can. That's what you always do. When you don't know what a word is, you just mush it with the other words around it. Yeah. And it sounds terrible. Stop doing that. What's your worst word faux pas in your life? Uh... Um, that one TikTok where everybody lost their minds. Uh, the character. Oh yeah. Um, it was in. Uh, oh damn it. The Outsiders. Yeah. It was her name, and I like I phonetically pronounced oh, it. Oh yeah. It was like an obvious name, yeah. and, and everybody lost their. There's like 350 comments on that TikTok. So, like it's blah blah blah. And I'm yeah. Like, God damn it. No, my AP English, my AP English class in uh, my senior year, I was reading out loud, and I was like, you know, this place is land. I'm like, is land. Island. It was yeah, Island. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I knew a guy who uh, didn't know how to spell tsunami, so he goes, what's a tsunami? <laughs> I'm like, it's a tsunami. Sounds delicious. Uh, Max, why don't we take a quick break for some words from our sponsors, and then we'll hop into characters. Sounds good. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at weardolby.com. Buying a house, selling a house. There's nobody better out there. I think that once Stryker, that's when you punch her in the face when I say Stryker, <laughs> and Elaine settle down, they are going to need a place to live that's going to be unique and special. Cute little beach house. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the person you want to go to when you need that type of support. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's, it's not him. It's Sonic Loans. <laughs> Sonic Loans. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, Adobe Real Estate. Adobe Real Estate is filled with great agents. They have awesome marketing. If you're selling a house, they're going to make sure everybody sees your house and they're aware that it's for sale. If you're buying a house, you, th that's the group you want. You want to make sure that you're finding the exact perfect home for you and your family. Start and stop with Adobe Real Estate. Oh, I can't even stress enough how great they are to work with. Tell them the buzz in the tower sent you. 400 million in sales, 1,000 homes sold. Reach out today and start the best process you've ever been in. I'm four, I'm forty. I'm forty four years old. I've never met someone in my entire life who, if the conditions of of their surroundings are not completely optimal, they at no concern to how it affects anyone else will be like, I need to change these right now. Like, hmm? like, hey Mo, hey Mo, I'll be taking off my socks, changing shirts, and I need you to adjust the thermostat. And I'm and I'm fine. It's it's like it's fine in here right now. You're a firefighter. You do a no. That's not an excuse. I'm a human being who like You're lives okay in being an hot. ecosystem of other people. 
I I'm on Mars. I got to tell you, man. Like your wife. I'm gonna just start calling her your wife. It's My wife. Your, your, your wife. I saw a picture of her because uh, it's hunting season. She had like camouflage on her face and she had just killed a deer. If she murders you one day, like I don't know that I can get upset with her. I yeah. really, I, I, I don't know that I can like be mad. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you are just like, I don't even spend much time with you, but the hour a week, <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. Too mean. <laughs> too mean. <laughs> I took it too far. I love you. I'm sorry. All right, it's okay. Just next time, can you keep your socks on, please? Do my feet smell? No, just keep I get your a socks on. Every just week. keep your socks on. Oh. Put some AC in. Just keep your I can't put AC on. It's Can we a get a really room. loud fan at least? <laughs> also, this is this also Can le- I get a spritzer? This also lends itself to my point of like you have no like relative view. Like the, our old studio was 40 degrees warmer than this studio. It was the worst. We would melt in there. This is so much more comfortable, but it's still not perfect for you. Well, though, there I knew it was going to melt me. This one, it's a normal house, and I come in, it's cool, and then I come in here, and it gets hot. Because we're in a, a two-by-two room, I, and we're two grown men. I made a mistake, out too, because I, uh, I asked you for a coffee, and coffee makes me hot. Doesn't coffee make you hot? I don't know how many more episodes I can do. <laughs> I just got to tell you, man. The 90s is going to revive you. Oh, dear God. You are. You're the most difficult person. We just I bought know. a studio, you're but it's your most... studio. You can just kick me out and have new people in here. That's the plan. I made a tactical error by that's... allowing you to build a studio inside that's your right. house. That's right. Uh, oh, God. Bless America, Max. Not... Max, come on. Let's talk about these uh, actors, directors, writers, all that jazz. What do you got? So, talk Jim Abrams, I mean, he did the Kentucky Fried movie, Top Secret, Naked Guns. Hot Shots, Mafia, underrated one. Yeah. Do you like Mafia? Yeah. I, I know. I always thought Jay Moore never got a fair shake. He was great in uh, Jerry Maguire. He's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. That's great. I, mean, I mean, in particular, I like yeah. him in Jerry Maguire. He's, he's one of the guys in Air, the new movie. Yeah. Uh, he's just always around. I just find him really Have funny. you seen his interview about the time he was working with Christopher Walken and his entire conversation? No. It's just Google yeah. Jay Moore, Christopher Walken story. It's okay. Great. Yeah. Shout out Jay Moore, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David Zucker, uh, which, by the way, uh, Zucker means is sugar for German. Mm-hmm. Nope. Is German for sugar? Mm-hmm. No, it's sugar for German. <laughs> it's sugar. The Germans love their, <laughs> love their sugar. Oh, God bless it. Uh, he it's did so ba- hot. so hot in here. <laughs> he did basketball. Yeah. Which is actually, is that a parody movie? Or is that just fun? Talk about the Trey Parker, Matt Stone combination. So what is Do you think it, they're inspired? What is it parodying? Sports movies? Did you get that vibe at all? I just got that it was a comedy. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you ask me? It was a parody. I needed to hear it out loud. High school high. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. John Lovitz. Yeah, I'll take it. That's the, that's dick- the ticket. Yeah. Uh, he produced Phone Booth, which is an awesome movie too. Yeah. yeah. Colin Farrell. Yeah. 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 And uh, Walk in the Clouds, which is way off kilter. Yeah. Jerry Zucker, he did all these ones, but he produced also First Night, My Best Friend's Wedding, Rat Race. And this is the one, like, I, I mean, to, don't, the, don't the Zuckers have their mom in all their movies too? Like, haven't I seen like an older woman in all of like the Naked Gun movies? Maybe. I, I mean, think I, they do. Actually, I, I think, I think, in, this, I think in this movie they had their wives and moms. Oh, that's cool. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and they're in it too. Yeah, like, yeah. Jerry Zucker's the uh, airplane traffic controller. Yep. yep. When, he, when he's like, oh, no, you're going to go over there. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the biggest feather in his cap is he directed Ghost. I, I did know that. How did which he is do wild, that? Which is wild, right? That is the scariest depiction. That's range. That's crazy range. Yeah. That is like for someone who's so funny. That is the scariest depiction of hell and how you get taken to hell yeah. I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life, right? Yeah. Just the shadows creep up on you with that screaming. I just think it's incredible. That, again, the range. It would be like if you told me, um, God, I mean, who does the Transformer movies? Michael Bay. Yeah. So if he's only like Michael Bay was Did a rom-com. rom-com. Yeah. 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 That'd be sweet. Yeah. I'd in a it. world. 
in a world where love is just meaningless. It's like a robot loves a planet. Find out if they can make it in this crazy universe. Omicron. <laughs> oh, there is a uh, there's a Transformers connection in this movie. You got the touch? No. Uh, God, who did it? Here we go. Uh, the guy who played Captain Tex Kramer, Robert Stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Ultra Magnus in the Transformers movie. Ooh. Yeah, very cool, right? Yes, very cool. And also, he's in basketball. Remember, we still have no effing idea where these guys are. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah unsolved yeah. mysteries. Oh yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff, dude. So. He's in the worst movie ever made, Caddyshack Two. Yeah, yeah. He re- basically replaces Judge Smales. That's he's, incredible. It's the worst. Yeah. Smales, Smales. Jo- uh, Joe versus Volcano. He's Doctor Ellison. Doctor, yep. The yeah. Doc. Yeah, yeah. He's also uh, Agent Fleming in Beavis and Butthead to America. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he was friends with Ronald Reagan. Uh, he was a gunnery officer in World War II. So do you think it was weird since he was boys with Ronald Reagan when he made that joke about uh, watching the Ronald Reagan movie? They oh, were, like, yeah. getting sick. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah, he was yeah. just like jabbing him. I guess. And he was the 20-gauge champion skeet marksman mm-hmm. in the United States. Skeet, skeet. Yeah. Gross. Um, <laughs> so let's see. going to spend an hour and a half on every uh, character? Come on, let's rip through him. I like a little facts. I like let's a go, little... Come on, talk to me. You can IMDb anything. I want to know he's a gunnery sergeant. All right, go, yeah. go, go, go. Ted Stryker was played by Robert Hayes. Stryker. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he didn't do much, but he played the voice of Iron Man in the nineties nineties cartoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought it was very cool. And also Starman, I didn't know it was a show. You know, oh, I don't remember the Starman show at all. Yeah, he was he was the Starman. There you go. That's an underrated John Carpenter Star-Man. movie. Starman, Rolling Stones. <laughs> it's a really weird movie. I love Starman. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, they're interesting. Uh, <laughs> Elaine Dickinson uh, was played by Julie Haggerty. She's in Lost in America with uh, Albert Brooks, yep. really good. Mm-hmm. What about Bob? Oh, she's yeah. great. What about Bob? She's incredible as like the kind of the mom sidekick yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Freddie got fingered. She's in. Which... <laughs> she won a Razzie for like worst performance. Ever That's one of that. my favorite movies. <laughs> of course it is. My name is Quincy. Oh God, I love Tom Green. She's the man. Marriage Story. Yep. And uh, Family Guy. She's the voice of Carol Pewter Schmidt. Pewter Schmidt. Yeah. Uh, her, her mom. Yeah. Yeah. This is Lois's mom, right? Yeah. Lois Pewter Schmidt's mom. Yeah. Carol. Yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Rumack was played by Leslie Nielsen. Now, this is, he had a cool backstory. So he's Canadian, first of all. Right. Doesn't feel Canadian. His brother was the prime minister. No, not the His prime His brother minister. was the deputy, prime, deputy minister. prime minister of Canada. Yeah. And he was an Air Force gunner, aerial gunner, too. So mm-hmm. just a lot of people. Uh, uh, his epitaph, you know what it says on it? No. Let her rip. That's amazing. That's it. Yeah. And he was considered for Jack Torrance in The Shining. Okay. No, no, okay. Yeah, but I could see it. Like again, the majority of his career was serious before he became the Leslie Nielsen that we know. Have has he ever snapped though? Do you know what I mean? Like the crazy. That's the, the, I, okay, it's hard to. Say, I, I I'm not saying he would have been great at it. Jack Nicholson was incredible. Yeah. but I'm just saying he's a great actor. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, here's a better question: Did he do anything serious after this movie? Uh, not that I found. Yeah. Uh, Slapshot Three. No, no, that's not it. No, uh, Dracula not Dead and Loving It. Nope. Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Surf Ninjas. <laughs> But like before this, he was in Rawhide, The Untouchables, Gunsmoke, Hawaii Five O, Love Boat. I yeah. mean, he was 260 acting credits. Yeah, there's no one on earth who doesn't love Leslie Nielsen. No, he's a super lovable. He's yeah. everybody's grandpa. Yeah, great hair too. Yeah, like when you get older, you either get the silver mane or everything gets lost. Like for me and you, it's R.I.P. Like, <laughs> uh, was that a drive by of us for no reason? What for our hair? Were you listening? No. Oh, he's he's got, whenever I talk about hair, you just lose focus. Yeah. Okay, got it. It's all right. Yep. Um, <laughs> moving on. Lloyd Bridges played Steve McCroskey. And like I said, I didn't know he was the father of Jeff Bridges. Apparently everyone knows this. He's great in Hot Shots. Yeah. He won a fat baby contest hosted by William Howard Taft in 1914. Sure. (laughs) They were like, look at that fat baby. And that's the fattest president. He got stuck in a tub. 
And he owned Newfoundlands. I um He's a thick man. Are you done? Is this the yeah, end of the podcast? I'm sorry. I, <laughs> you just are you're really a fat baby contest. Move it along, please. Do you know that existed? I didn't. Uh, nude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh police story, Joe vs. Volcano, Hot Shots, uh, and Mafia yeah. was his last movie. Yeah, yeah. He's just great. Mm-hmm. Just a joyous Guy to like enjoy mm-hmm. on TV and mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're watching a bad movie in the middle of the day and he's in it, you're like, I mm-hmm. could I could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, let's see. Randy the stewardess did nothing, but I guess there was a show for Private Benjamin and she was Private Benjamin. Really? Yeah. Kind of makes sense. I guess, yeah. I the just, movie was nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she looked it. She's very pretty. She seemed cool too. Like yeah. I wanted to see her in more stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, she I, if you looked at this movie and said whose career is brightest, I would have picked her. She was. I mean, all of them were deadpan. And she they could, did great in it. And, and she, she could, could sing. sing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Stephen Sucker, Stucker, who played Johnny Henshaw Jacobs, unfortunately died of AIDS at 38. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. But he was a stenographer in the uh, Kentucky Fried movie. And trading places, he's the station master at the uh, train station. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who's checking tickets? Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Well, that's that's great. I don't know what happened there. I, I just your voice sometimes is very soothing to me, and I kind of zoned out a little bit while you're talking. Nice. It's good. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm listening to part of my take now. Yeah, I just love their voices. I love, I love, uh, candy. love lamp, love lamp. <laughs> All right, so we talked about the movie, we talked about the characters. Let's uh, let's go through the impossible and try to talk about our favorite scenes. Ugh. I I I read out the gate. I told you that one of my favorite scenes was the jive talking. I stand by that, but there's quite a few others. The entire Saturday Night Fever dance scene you love that so much because it's so eh, didn't you eh. didn't you once tell me a fact about them speeding up the song for some reason they moved it 10 percent faster so they could get the rights to it but they still had to have the bg signed off got it yeah because you can tell that it's a faster version yeah for sure the entire like uh, the running gag is probably one of my favorite things ever right yeah. when he throws his hat that his hat gets thrown back at yeah. him they throws his jacket it gets thrown back at i him. told the guy to pinch me i know and the guy looks at him and, like moves away there all these little moments but they're dancing when he jumps up and puts his legs around elaine yeah and she spins him around max it gets me to laugh every time i see it like but i wait, can't help myself james hong was listening to him as the suicidal kamikaze right. guy yeah so james hong yeah. that's that's a career that that guy, four hundred and eighty credits. Yeah. yeah, he's been in everything. Second most movies ever. That even that even that like, not my favorite scene, but even that whole part about every time that he'd be telling a story, the one guy poured gasoline on himself, the one woman hung herself in yeah. the airplane. Like those are so funny. Can you believe this movie is PG? Yeah, no, the nudity would be the only reason that I'm surprised it was. PG. It's in like the Jaws. How did this become PG? Right, kind of thing. Yeah. right, right. Yeah. Uh, all right. What are some of your favorite scenes? Uh, when they keep slapping the woman, like That's great. you know, yeah. The the best part about that entire scene is if you go back and watch Leslie Nielsen when he's like stopped after the first slap, but he like sneaks back in for a second, his facial expressions and how he does it is absolutely incredible. I got to look back on that. It's a chef's kiss. Yeah. You know what? Watch it right now. Really? Okay. Do it for me. Do it slowly. Do it. So isn't it funny how she's like, doctor, you wanted it uh, up front or on the, what'd you say, on the phone or up yeah, front? Up front. Up yeah. front. And he just like sneaks one back in there and whacks yeah. her across the face. And there's great. a nun and like they have all the, you know, that was improv by the woman who's being slapped. Yeah. They were supposed to only do two people. She's like, hey, get more people to do the it. The only funny part of Airplane 2. The only funny part. I've never part. seen it. Oh, God. So they they rehash everything, right? Yeah. So in Airplane 2, there's this woman and... Um, it, the plane instead of a plane, it's a spaceship that's going to the moon. Of course. Um, and 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 there's this woman who's like, you know, if we're gonna die today, and today's my last day on Earth, you know, she's like, you know, if we're gonna die today, and this is my last day alive, there's something I've never done. I've never been with a man. And then like, 
the guy like turns the light off and it, everything goes dark. And they line up or something? And then they line up. Oh, that's gross. And then And then uh, there's this weird scene where like in the line, there's like a donkey. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, dude. It's such a bad movie. It's so bad. Man, that makes me sad. It's so bad. We didn't talk about Otto at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, you know, he was rotting away in uh, the Zucker's uh, garage. No. He disintegrated. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a Facebook page dedicated to the autopilot from. He's, I mean, he's airplane. what you'd want from this movie, right? Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, uh, Max, I got nothing else. Do you have any other moments, things you love? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, like assume the crash position, and they're all just like, ah, yeah, yeah. or uh, vector, Victor, Roger, yeah. ready, oh Roger. My God, that's that they great. like they set that up. You know oh, what I mean? Perfectly, like, they do it so well. Yeah, the and best it, is like Kareem of Jules Bar, huh? Yeah, huh? Anything in the cockpit. To begin with, yeah. or anything, all in the their interactions, air absolutely. traffic control, too. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You know, it's like three movie sets at once. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's really fun. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. All right, Max, with all that being said, we've covered Airplane, and now why don't we see who our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is? Max, today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is our good friend, Edwin Pratt. Nice dude. A patron on the show, fantasy football member. Yeah. Over- gift giver he gave me my uh axel foley jacket yeah yeah he's fantastic so i'm excited we had him on i'm curious to hear what he had to say about one of our favorite movies airplane you're cleared for takeoff flight 209 you are cleared for takeoff over roger under over victor vector over under stay out of the white lane the white lane is for moving not stopping the red lane it's for moving, not stopping. Don't use the loading lane for loading. Do not stop in the white lane or red lane. This is a crazy movie. <laughs> Airplane. Thank you, Moan Max, for the podcast and the friendship. The outtakes, the constant laughs, small jokes, little innuendos, the visuals, the audios. You just have to pay attention. There's so much going on in this movie, and especially for 1980. It's a good time. At the time, 1980, it's slated at 3.5 million, and estimated, don't hold me to it, was 150. The facts, don't ask me about the facts, Jack. But this movie is just a lot of fun. People should see it. If you haven't seen it, go in with an open mind. Don't worry about what you think or what you should feel. Just see it. It's funny. If it's not for you, don't worry about it. Don't watch it again. Or watch the second one. You might like the second one. Just have fun. There's so many... It's just a constant running gag of everything and anything. It's a good time. This is just another classic 80s where everything came from. It's one of those movies... It started trends, and people think, oh, we'll do this, but they put it in an airplane. Let's get this actor. He was in airplane. Let's get this guy. He's just like the guy in airplane. It's one of those movies, as an 80s fan, you have to watch, or at least understand <laughs> the 80s from watching this movie. So, guys, thank you for letting me watch this movie one more time, which I can't tell you how many times I've seen the movie. And still, there are things that got by me I forgot and thought were in the movie were not in the movie. The red and white lanes, the constant calling each other out over the speakers just at the beginning of the movie. And no one ate the fish, but everyone who ate the fish is ill. So, of course, 
the pilots eat the fish. Everyone eats the fish. Striker's in place. It's a love story. It's a comedy. It's everything it's not supposed to be. It's just fun. So, great film. Good choice for the week. And as stated on the last episode, or the one before, I think Max mentions should be a part of the show. We need more Max. Yes, Mo is great. Mo drives the show. Mo dictates, I mean, keeps everything rolling and is wonderful as a person and in the podcast. Max mentions, what does everyone think about adding Max thoughts or Max mentions to the podcast? More on Max. Max is such a good guy. Man, I like talking to Max. Max really understands 80s and just hanging out. That Mo, well, he's all right, even though he's mean. And not Max, who hosted the show one time when Max was out. He's okay too, but he will always be not Max. So not Max, it's okay if the guys take a vacation and you help out, but you're not Max. Mo, I love you, even though you're mean, and it's part of the show. So you're still a great guy for being mean. And Max, you're the best. Where to start with that? So uh, first of all... Don't put that all in. No, no, I'm putting it all in. Let's start with... I think his takes are spot on. You know, you have to really pay attention to this movie and watch it because there's just like layers upon layers upon jokes. And I think he's a little bit crazy when he says, if you don't like the first one, watch the second. Maybe you like that. But who knows? Who knows? Now let's get to his love affair. No! So Edwin, you have to understand, it's not just for the show. I actually am this mean and can't stand Max. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I couldn't fake that. Like, but you're an real. alpha. Like, no one can relate to you. It's like seven footers. That's why they can't sell shoes. It's not about being an alpha. It's like you are you are incredibly difficult to be around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not this way around anybody else. This is you. I think we like to joy watch people being difficult because we like to be difficult in life. I think, I think, like, I, I genuinely sometimes, I can't even believe I'm admitting this, but, like, I love Edwin, so I'm actually like, forced to acknowledge this. I do feel bad about how rough I am on you, but the, what people don't see is when we turn the mic off and you just needle the ever-loving crap out of me. Like, you bore under my nails and in my skin. It's not on purpose. I know. That makes it even worse. I just you're, like to have a conversation. You're just a clown walking through life, honking your horn, tripping I, over your shoes. I try to <laughs> I try to find more Lions talk so we can God relate on something. I do love you. I love that. You know what, Edwin? Aiden great, great, <laughs> great, great pick. Great pod for Spodcast, whatever. Spodcast. Ryan Branch. Future of the safety. Oh, breathe, breathe. It's all right. He's doing Jared his best. Goff MVP candidate. Edwin, thank you so much for being our Buzz and Tower fan spotlight. You know, also, he loves we, running scared. Yeah, you know, we love you, uh, and I'm I'm glad you love Max more because he needs extra love from everyone from the world. The world needs to support Max Sanders. No, I'm good. I got no, plenty. You of love. need lots of help. I was uh, I was privy to a family phone call last week with his sister. <laughs> and it's the most amazing call ever, because I I, I can't even I I'm like I can't, can I, I can't share it. Like, no. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's pretty rough. I, I, it's so rough. Can I please share <laughs> it? I won't. If you don't want me to, I won't share it. Won't. Uh, no, go for it. All right, all right. So Max is getting a prenup now. The reason he's getting a prenup has nothing to do with his fiance. It has to do with Max is like. One of the most financially responsible people I know, like legitimately, I, like I say that, you yeah. know, you know, I feel that way. Like you, you look at Max and you think he's a homeless dude, but like he actually is very well off. And I like my can of beans. It's, it's not anybody else's money other than his. He has saved and, and kept Scraped every penny him. and he invested in the Rocky of investing. You're good. You're great. You're great. <laughs> so I understand that you worked really hard for that and it wouldn't matter the, the, who the woman is, is irrelevant. Like that's, your, oh, yeah. that's how, that's how you would always do it. Yeah. However, in the real world. <laughs> 
it's very rare unless you're like a rogue billionaire to yeah. get on your first marriage to Man, get, I like, like I think you said you even talked to the attorney and, and they're, they're like, like, so second marriage, second marriage, third marriage, marriage? Like, no. kids and I was like and they go oh this is new so you're I'm on like, the phone with your sister and you made some comment about like uh, I gotta get the prenup yeah. blah, blah, blah. she's like why are you getting a prenup and you're like well you know because I got money and your sister goes well you don't have that much money <laughs> <laughs> and next the That's color face the color yeah. that came out of his face he's like ouch and I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm in the other room and I can hear what's going on and our sound guy said enough too yeah and I was like huzzah Ah, this is so much fun. It hurt pretty. It was a stomach punch, and what? I didn't know how to react. You reacted so poorly. Oh, like, oh, it was great. Yeah, it was All really right. funny. All right. Anyways, Edwin, great call. Max, great show. I love you, even though I don't. Yep. Uh, a reminder, if you have not subscribed yet, please do so. Leave a five-star review. Uh, leave a little few words on how much you enjoyed listening to the show. At Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. You can find us on any social platform. You can find us on Patreon. You can find us online on our website. And uh, we really enjoy your patronage. Thank you for joining us today. Max, how do you want to end this sweet little gem of an episode? We're finishing? Surely you can't be serious. Uh, We are finishing and never call me Shirley. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. 